On this episode of Jesus Center Stage, we look into Matthew chapter 23. No matter how we make things look on the outside, it's the inside that matters. Well, I'm glad you could join us uh, here tonight. Uh, Elsie has just got up out of bed to come I in did. here and be with us. I didn't lay down yet. How close was you? <laughs> really close. Yes, yes. So really I've been sitting here in the podcast room for like 20 minutes now after supper. And there you go by the door and just going in there and start turning the covers down. and Turning my electric blanket turning on. Turning your electric blanket on and... I'm thinking, I just told her I was coming in here to turn everything on. It didn't register, okay? I didn't know what you were doing in here. I know why it didn't register. Because you're in here all the time. No, because you was preoccupied in there with your stuff, and you was paying no attention to what I was saying. Well, I was looking up stuff. Mm-hmm. Let's go back to the part where you pay no attention to what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. Yeah. So this is this is real life right here. We're not uh, we're not on script right now <laughs> by any means. Um no, we because of not getting home from work, uh we're having to do the podcast late uh after church and um so we eat and I came in here to turn everything on and get ready to record but and you then... didn't mention podcast. No. You didn't say that word. Hmm. <laughs> and I have forgotten about it. The word implied should fall into this conversation somewhere. But anyway, here we are now, um, ready to go. Um, I guess I could say big news. It's not really big news. It's just news that this week on Jesus Center Stage uh, Facebook and YouTube pages, we had two videos come out. So one was... Uh, and unscripted, which you did, um, on artificial sweetener. Yes, sweet and low, the little yeah. pink package. Mm-hmm. And then the other was a um, a quick minute with Shane from Jesus Center Stage, in which we talked about all the ways to get to heaven. And spoiler alert, it came down to just there's one. <laughs> um but anyways, encourage everybody to go check those out. They're something that that we enjoy doing, um, and I enjoy putting them together. You used to do all of our videos, but you've kind of gotten tied up with school and different lots things. Lots and lots of school. And so I thought, well, I'll just try it, see if I can piece something together. But I've ended up really enjoying doing it. You're um, getting really good at it, too. So the more... You do things I don't know how to yet, because I haven't... Learned how. Yeah. Played with it. It's all just part of the software, just learning where it's at, really, and how to put it in there. Exactly. Yeah, to that blend it. That I don't it. know how to do. But, and it, it takes some, it takes some uh, trial and error. But anyways, um, I'm really wanting to just go ahead and get right into this because uh, we, we did put out two videos this week, and then we have another one that, that should... Uh, drop that's that's like Hollywood lingo by the way it's gonna drop Is it? our, our new our new single is gonna drop on <laughs> um, 
<laughs> it should drop and be available to be Speaking seen. Speaking of trying to make things sound better than they are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it should be available on Monday. Uh, this is... This is uh, Thursday, thir- if you're listening. Yeah, this is Thursday, if you're listening. Um, and when that would actually be Valentine's Day, won't it? It's Monday, Monday? Mm-hmm. Monday, Valentine's Day. Yeah, so the new video will be available on uh, Valentine's Day, and we're gonna have a little bit of a spoiler alert here because we still encourage you to go watch the video. But the topic today will kind of be—it's an unscripted video, uh, but that's kind of somewhat the topic is that. Uh, what am I trying to say? That I don't know. Putting on an image. <laughs> Putting on a front, so to speak, I guess you could say, um, that is that's easy for us all to do, no matter young, old, Christian, non-Christian, whatever you it's are. It's easy to put the filter on before you post the picture. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. You're welcome. Okay then. <laughs> but anyways, that that'll that'll be available on Monday. I'm hoping. Uh, but tonight, I just want to talk about that a little bit because I think it's something that we all fall into at some point in time, whether or not we mean to or not, or whether we mean any harm by it. But it's uh, it's something that is addressed specifically in the Bible mm-hmm. when it comes to spiritual, you know, spiritual life and and those kind of things. But it's something that we do um, in non spiritual ways too. I think it's easy just to to put that filter on. Because you don't want somebody to think less of you. Like, whether mm-hmm. we whether we admit it or not, every single one of us cares what somebody else thinks. Yeah. Like, sometimes we have that attitude, I don't care what anybody else thinks, it doesn't hurt me what they think. But deep down, we do care what other people think. Whether it's mm-hmm. other people in general, whether it's the stranger in the grocery store, <laughs> or uh, your, your family. Like, we, there's somebody whose opinion matters to us. And we don't, want to do anything appear anyway that makes them think less of us or yeah. in our estimation makes them think less of us the only exception to that rule might be um if you make a trip to walmart and see people there sometimes it looks as if they, <laughs> they don't care they don't care at all <laughs> well there's walmart but you know <laughs> other than walmart other yeah. than people at walmart nothing against walmart i I shop there myself, but I hate Walmart. Yeah. When, Let's when, not get started on when Walmart. When you see uh, flannel pajamas and fuzzy slippers walking around in the middle of the day, you think, "No, they really don't care a whole lot." But at some point, they will. <laughs> <laughs> we went off track. But here's here. the thing: it's just it, it, that thing of like we want to protect our image. Yeah. So we're if we're social media people then we're going to post the good picture we're not going to post the crazy one with our eyes half shut and our mouth open Mm -hmm. we're gonna we're gonna post the good one we're gonna want you know a lot of us especially girls um are gonna have to approve the picture before it's posted like (laughs) we're we want to we want to put our best image out there whether or not it's accurate that day we want to portray that we've got it all together that we've you know we've got this thing we've got this thing yeah yeah and that's i mean it, it like i said it, it's we're, we're going to dig into a little bit of spiritual uh the spiritual side of it and what the bible says about it but yeah it does affect 
affect our our lives and you know that the ever popular one of especially with married couples but are you mad at me no i'm not mad deep down you're mad but but you're trying to act like you're not i mean let's see you putting on a front that you're not mad but yeah um but yeah let's just dig right into um matthew the gospel of matthew let me get it pulled up here and we'll just see where that leads us. Um, it's going to be in the 23rd chapter of Matthew, starting in the 26th verse. And there, this is the words of Jesus. And he says, You blind Pharisees, first clean the inside of the cup and of the dish, so that the outside of it may become clean also. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites! For you are like whitewashed tombs, which on the outside appear beautiful, but inside they are full of dead men's bones and all uncleanness. So you too outwardly appear righteous to men, but inwardly you are full of hypocrisy and lawlessness. That was some, that's some hardcore. Yeah. (laughs) That's when Jesus goes savage. Yeah, yeah, he, he. He went straight after him right there. But no, Can you imagine? Let's just pause for a second. Can you imagine their faces? Mm. He's like... Because they thought they was all that in a bag of chips. Yeah. They thought they had it all together. And they had much pride in their image mm-hmm. and in their position among the people as the guys who were close to God and the guys who knew the scriptures and the guys who followed all the 613 rules. You know, they had mm-hmm. this reputation to maintain. And then in front of everybody, Jesus calls them out for having the outside clean. But inside, you got, like, dead men. What, like, literally yeah. called out their skeletons. Like, literally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, can you imagine their faces in that in that moment? Like, I'm sure, like, if, if I was the one in the back row, I would have been just like, trying to slip out maybe nobody will notice yeah. i was here you know like and they're probably all like they're like whispering i think he's talking about you know joe over there i'm pretty <laughs> sure he's talking about him it's not me and you he's talking about he's talking about that guy over but, there and that's that's funny that's comical but how often do we do that when we're mm-hmm. in church we sit there and we hear something that kind of pricks our heart but we pass it off because we know somebody that that really applies to oh yeah you know, like I'm like we're all so guilty of that. For sure. Yeah. The, to the, to the, sit there and apply the sermon to somebody else. Like I've even been guilty to, of it of like so, somebody who's not in the room. I'm going to share this sermon with them later because yeah. they need to hear this. Yeah. They need to hear so what's much being more than said. I do. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like I feel like we're all so guilty of that. And then there there too, then we put that image of, well, I didn't need this. Mm hmm. And even if we don't say that to somebody else, we're we still think that of ourselves. I don't need to hear what's being preached. Yeah, that person over there, man. I hope they're getting this. And from the preacher's side of it, that's you know sometimes preachers are tempted to almost use the pulpit as a as a weapon, mm-hmm. as a place of an attack, so to speak. Because you're behind the pulpit, you can say anything you want, and as long as you try to tie it into the Bible, people are supposed. So I can call out, oh, you know, sister so-and-so over here. Without saying her name. Without saying yeah, her name. just making it so obvious. Exactly. But even the man behind the pulpit's got some flaws. That, and that's a scary place. Mm-hmm. That is a very scary place yeah, to be. And I've, I've told you many times over the years that 
if you ever see me or hear me trying to use the pulpit as a place to, you know, a weapon, so mm-hmm. to speak, to get on to me. Because that's something I don't want to do. I don't did ever... you literally just break that? I think I did. Seriously? Yeah. Anyways, that was my monocle, by the way, to those who are listening. I finally got a monocle, and I think I just broke it. But anyways. Give me that. Guys, he's been, like, okay, so y'all want real life here. I bought that thing for him, and he left it hang on the key holder for like a month and a half. A key holder that's clearly not even in the podcast room. And then finally bring it to the podcast room, and now he breaks it. Yes. Continuing on, anyways. (laughs) So, (laughs) yeah, so even, even, you know, from the pulpit, these things can happen. And you, you think that as as christians sometimes we get it in our minds that we're supposed to be above reproach and we are <laughs> yeah we but, are supposed but to that be. we we start thinking that, that we're supposed to live above reproach meaning that we're supposed to live christ-like mm-hmm. which means somebody else can't put a finger on us but that doesn't mean that's a, like a totally different way than what we're talking about yeah we're supposed to strive to live in perfection. That doesn't mean we're actually perfect. Mm-hmm. You're, you're sh- every day to strive to be like Christ and to strive to become more like Him. But never, we're not ever going to get there. Like it's the, it's a daily progress, and every step you take, there's three more. Like yeah. it's a it's a continual thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and as Jesus is saying here, you you clean yourselves up on the outside. You make yourselves look like you've got it all together. You know, we make ourselves look like we're so committed to Christ, and 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 that's just all we, you know, we're just all about that. But then inwardly or behind closed doors, there's something else going on. But, but we can get to a point of thinking, as long as my family or as long as my friends or as long as the congregation mm-hmm. thinks... That that all I I'm reading my Bible and I'm praying and all that and the truth is you haven't really read your Bible in mm-hmm. in weeks and your prayer time is just over dinner or something then that doesn't count by the way no <laughs> but then what what are you what are you accomplishing by fooling your friends or your family that it's it's only affecting you it's not going to affect them. I think sometimes we think if we're going to keep it from them, we kind of we kind of try to avoid the situation ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like instead of dealing with something before it comes too big to fix, we're just going to keep it hidden until it's irreparable. Yeah. Irreparable. How? What? I think I said that wrong. But anyways, you can't repair it. Yeah. There we go. Um, and I know just well, I'll go when you're talking. Try to hide it. Try to hide the the bad things just over the last two weeks there's been three different people three different situations that I've been I've known these people for several years I'm friends with them on Facebook didn't know anything was going on in their life and suddenly divorces like just out of what seemed like nowhere and Obviously, you you don't know a person just through Facebook, but what I'm saying is so many times we're like that. We just put our best image out there. Nobody Mm -hmm. even knows what's going on. And I think the, the, 
caution there is we tend to do that to ourselves. As long as I, if I can keep everybody fooled, maybe this problem will go away. But what we need to do is we need to get help for that problem. Yeah. Whether it's sometimes it's extra study and extra prayer time. Sometimes it's seeking counsel with your pastor or somebody else who's grounded spiritually and biblically. And they might tell you something that you don't want to hear because it hurts and it might convict you. But don't hide that problem until it's a broken relationship or something that you don't even know what to deal with now because... Well, here we are, mm-hmm. you know, because but, you've been saying that you was perfectly fine for months. Yeah, because you, you've had your life together this whole time, but it yeah. hasn't been. Don't don't hide that. I'm not saying you have to blast it on Facebook for everybody to know your personal struggles, mm-hmm. but find somebody in your life, your pastor, your pastor's wife, somebody who is who is grounded spiritually and and seek counsel. Yeah, don't yeah. don't just keep. Washing the outside and keeping the outside, you know, looking pretty mm-hmm. and be dying inside. Yeah, And if if you look at the scripture that we just read a while ago, when Jesus said that they were like whitewashed tombs, but inside they was full of dead men's bones and uncleanliness. Um, and just think about that in a in a very literal sense that. You you could you could put someone in a casket in you know go through all that whole process and the the outside of that casket if you was to pull it back up out of the ground after a while you could shine it up wash it off and it's going to be probably pretty and shiny and you've seen how beautiful they make caskets now Mm -hmm. beautiful and shiny and all that but then think about what's on the inside it's it's Nasty. It's a decaying mess. It's a decaying mess. It's nasty. Stinks. It's unclean. It's all that. And that's what Jesus compared these people to. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's easy sometimes in our Bible stories to look at these Pharisees and go, they're just so ridiculous. Yeah. But then when we start self-examining mm-hmm. ourselves, how far are we from that? Yeah. In, 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 you know, at, at least at points in our life that I'm really struggling with you know drinking or i'm really struggling with some you know drug addiction but when i'm around unkind words yeah but when i'm around someone else i'll I'll talk about other people Mm -hmm. that are struggling but i won't say it's me you know yeah you know did you hear about brother you know old joe down the street i'll start my gossip train yeah yeah he's he's drunk all the time not mentioning that I'm worse than he is, yeah. and, and it's easy for us to to fall into that. But there, there's a song uh, by Casting Crowns, one of my favorites, uh, "Loving My Jesus," and one of the lines in there says, "The last thing that this lost world needs is someone I'm trying to be." Mm-hmm. And when it comes to sharing the gospel, when it comes to letting people know about Jesus and the goodness of God. The last thing that person needs is to see somebody that I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be perfect. I'm trying to be, Mm -hmm. to act like because I follow Jesus, I have no problems. Because I follow Jesus, I have no struggles in life and everything is is all happy. Yeah, I have no temptations. I have no failures. Everything's great. And I'm telling somebody else about Jesus. And that's the last thing they need to see is, is, is somebody I'm trying to pretend to be 
because I have cleaned up on the outside. My mouth is saying the things that, you know, the preacher on TV says, and and the the way that I'm carrying myself is is putting out an image that everything is is you know you got I'm it just all together. yeah I'm just next to perfect, mm-hmm. but inwardly, I I struggle from day to day. Inwardly, there's times I ask God, "Where are you at right now?" Because I can't feel mm-hmm. you in my life. There's times that that I I you know. There's times that the sin wins. Yeah, there's times that you you lose that battle, mm-hmm. and you need to to go to someone, just like, you, you know, in in someone that's sick or someone that gets hurt on the football field or whatever it might be. There's times, no matter how big and strong you are, you need help from someone else. And right. you, and when we're saying when we're portraying ourselves as someone we're trying to be then those people that need Jesus the most don't actually see just no, because we're how hiding, great it is to have him in your life. We're hiding the very thing, the very reason that we need him. Yeah. Like when we when we hide that as Christians we still have struggles or as Christians we still have to repent or as Christians we still have temptations or we still have, you know, we still have these things that we have to guard against and sometimes we fail in that battle like you said. If we hide those things, then the person that's still struggling with those as well will be like, well, I I can't, Jesus is, is there when I get my life together like they have it. Mm-hmm. Like when, when I overcome completely, then, you know, then he'll be there. Then he'll love me. Then he'll, you know, so we, we rob them of knowing right now, like you don't wait. Yeah. But but come now because even in your struggle, even in your addiction, even in your temptation, he came for that. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. He didn't come to call the righteous but sinners. There was another verse that says a physician, the the ones who are not sick have no need of a physician. Yeah. So when we're we're contradicting ourselves to try to share Jesus and at the same time, portraying someone who doesn't need him. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, all of that comes back to um, a trait that we all have is called pride. Yep. In that, Big. that <laughs> I want I want other people to think that I handle my life better than they do. Yes. And I'm super spiritual. Yeah, I'm super spiritual, and you know that's something that uh, that I know you when you was uh, leading the youth at our old church. That sometime in discussion you would you would sometimes stop them and say stop trying to be so super spiritual, because you would ask a question mm-hmm. that should have probably gotten an answer of like, well yeah I was really you know I was, I really, was really sad I was really angry yeah. about that I wanted to hit but somebody then, yeah instead of the answer is well I thought about that Bible verse that said mm-hmm. this and you're like no you didn't <laughs> you was actually wanting to slap somebody that day exactly. and. <laughs> So stop trying to be so yes. super spiritual. And that's that's what I'm saying. It's not that you were saying people do this are bad people. I'm saying, you know, real. these are things that we have to guard against because it, it'll happen that in, you know, I don't want, especially inside the church, you don't want that other brother over there to know that you're struggling with just being unhappy and, you know, whatever. Um, it could be in marriages. It could be, you know, Job. Jobs. It could be, we could anything. be anything. 
and we try to put on that image, but I mean, the Bible clearly tells us that that's not the route that's going, not only it's not the route that's going to get us stronger in our faith, because at that point we're just living in a fantasy world, mm-hmm. but also it's not it's not the, the way that's going to help others to see the the real Jesus mm-hmm. and what what why we follow him. Yeah. I think back to the the boasting in who we are if in being the super spiritual, you know, I I pray this much, I read the Bible this much. I think if anybody could boast on super spiritualness, if that's a super spirituality, then mm-hmm. we go, I'm really struggling with my words tonight. Um is the apostle Paul and he even says You have no idea how any, much I thought you was gonna say me. Really? <laughs> I was starting to blush, I think, a little bit. Oh, my goodness. But anyways, back to the Apostle Paul. Y'all pray for his pride <laughs> issue. Um, when he said that if anyone has reason to boast, he more than anybody has reason to boast. And he lists out all those things. But yet he's the one who said, I die daily. Yeah. I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, not yet. it is not I who live, but Christ who lives within me. Mm-hmm. So it. If he also any, said he considered all the good things that he's ever done. As loss, yeah. yes. And counted. to be dung. Yes. So, yeah, we all know what that is. Um, Manure. Worth nothing. Useless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and stinky. Yeah. So, with with that in mind, even even if we have read a lot or prayed a lot, like, it's not worth anything mm. when when compared to Christ or yeah. compared to his life in us. So if we're focused on showcasing the good things about us or showcasing what we want people to think about us, mm-hmm. we're still completely missing the whole point here. Yeah. Because we're supposed to be showcasing Jesus, not us, not how good we are or how good we want to look, putting that mm-hmm. putting that best image out there. And I, f- I feel like in a lot of ways, we might be robbing God of glory when we do that because we're yeah. putting it out there that we, you know, we're we're just this good, y'all. Mm-hmm. We're just, we're just yeah. this good. We're just naturally yeah, this I, good. I was just, just a fraction away from just not even needing Jesus because I'm just so good. Yeah. It's kind of that that way yeah and then so it just, i you know i was i was 99 percent good and then i needed jesus for that no it's as, as 100 percent. yeah bad. as paul washer said if if it's 99.99 percent jesus and 0.01 percent you then you're not saved mm-hmm. because that 0.01 percent of you is enough to send you to hell yep. it has to be all jesus and in that there is nothing that we can boast about. There's nothing that we can say, this is how good I am or anything else. But, you know, it's if all it's all has to be Jesus, yeah. like even even when we when we testify or when we p- make that post on Facebook or we it has to be. It's not that I've got this together. Um, I just told somebody today that the. The thing about encountering God or knowing God or learning more about him is not so that I can be better, but it just overwhelms me to the point of I have to serve him more. 
Yeah. Like when, when I realized, when I, when I continued to learn how good he is and how he's rescued me and this great debt that he's paid on my behalf and you just, you, you start dwelling on that thing. Like there's no choice but to serve him. Yeah. But that is lost in our pride a lot of mm-hmm. times is that, well, you know, he's made me better. No, he really hasn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm still without him. I'm still as terrible as I ever was. Exactly. But because of his spirit living inside of me, if if the old man resurrects, then I'm still ucky. I'm still dirty. I'm yeah. still the dead man's bones. It has to be him living inside of me because even now, even though I've been saved, even though I'm walking with him, the the day the old man arises is the same as before. Yeah, it's still no matter, worthless. Yeah, no matter what, it's it's the same. So if you're if you're a believer and you're you're living that putting forth that image that you have no worries, that you have no well, I shouldn't say worries, you have no problems, you have everything is perfect, mm-hmm. you don't struggle with nothing. You have no sin. Yeah, then then you're you're fooling yourself. And, and we can literally fool ourselves yes, it's not can. like we say okay i got to put on this image to fool you know tim over here but sometimes we actually live that way so long that we start thinking mm-hmm. it and we're not we're just fooling ourselves but the one we'll never fool is is god right and and if you're if you're a non-believer and you're and somebody's trying to tell you about jesus and they're telling you how that they follow him and now they don't have no problems and that they that everything is great and they're you know wealthy yes and have, if they uh, tell you that they never sin then they're lying yeah in that moment yeah <laughs> so <laughs> right then at that right exact time yes but the the simplest the simplest way to think about that is we we've all got dishes in our home and you take a take a, a cup and you wash the outside of it 15 times and then you put it on the counter but you drank milk out of it a week ago oh that's nasty yeah exactly (laughs) now you wash the outside of it 15 times but you didn't touch the inside of it so do you want to drink anything out of that cup now no because why oh i just got something it's because the cup's dirty yeah if if you seen that you would say i don't want this that cup's dirty i got something are you finished with your cup? I was not. Because I'm going to take it for a minute. <laughs> so if you think about it, you would not want to use that cup because it's dirty on the inside. But whatever you put in that cup that's dirty on the inside and then try to pour it out is now contaminated. Mm-hmm. So if we can get all cleaned up on the outside and look like the best and talk like the best and put the pictures out there that's the best and you know put that image out there, but literally whatever we're pouring out of a dirty inside is contaminated. It is. It comes out even if we, when we try to witness to somebody, when we try to help somebody, if the inside is not clean, mm-hmm. then whatever we're pouring out is contaminated. That's scary. It is. Yeah. Because we have such a responsibility and such a privilege. I think it's in Second Corinthians that says we have a treasure in earthen vessels. We mm-hmm. have such a an awesome responsibility and yet we can walk around pouring out contaminated gospel because we're not clean on the inside 
No. And, and when we, like you said, because we're not clean on the inside, then then un, maybe even unwillingly, what's coming out, even though we're presenting the gospel, could be tainted. not exactly. It could be tainted, but not ex, you know just not being the full gospel. Mm-hmm. And as I said, well, I'll go. You, you get that a lot. We just talked about it tonight in Bible study that you know that teaching that everything will be great. Your health will be wonderful. You'll have all the friends in the world and all this stuff. And, and it's simply not true. And that's because that gospel's coming out of a dirty vessel. Mm-hmm. That doesn't want to be clean because that's uncomfortable. Yeah. But, you know, that's you, you, you take the cup or take a bowl and the outside is perfectly clean, but the inside still got leftovers in it. Then that means that that dish in, a, in total is still dirty. Mm-hmm. So it's not until the inside is clean. But here's the thing. We can get up in the morning and put on our suit and our tie and our skirt and all everything and, and fix our hair and, you know, everything that, that looks the part. And we can go out and we can do that ourselves, mm-hmm. but we cannot do anything on the inside. We can try to be a better person, but guess what? We're still filthy. We can, you know, even on our best days. Yeah, we can do self-help books, but we're still dirty. So when it comes to the cleaning on the inside, there's not but one thing that will do that, and that is a relationship with Jesus. The blood of the Lamb. That's right, and uh, so I mean that's that's the part I think too that keeps so many people with that dirty on the inside, that tainted part on the inside, is because. You want to do it yourself. You, I've got mm-hmm. this. I'll just be a better person tomorrow. But it's not. It's not possible. Uh, you know. Even I, if you even if you stop a habit, still not good enough. No, no, even it's still you, there. Even if you become the most generous person, still not good enough. Oh, absolutely. Like yeah. nothing. We we talked about this in Bible study tonight. Nothing. Absolutely nothing that we can do to be good enough to Mm-mm. get that cl- clean on the inside. It yeah. takes the blood mm-hmm. to to wash us white. It takes Jesus to cleanse us. There's absolutely nothing we can do by ourselves to clean the inside. No. There's nothing. No. So so stop working so hard on the outside and, and let get Jesus him, take care of the yes, inside. Let him take care of the inside. And that's where, you know, start on the uh start on the inside by letting Jesus do what he mm-hmm. only he can do on the inside, and then he'll start showing through on the outside. Yeah, yeah. Then you don't have to, you don't have to work on the outside either, because what's it starts coming through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It reminds me of a little story. We might can close with this. I heard this little story a long time ago about a little girl who was asking her parent how how big Jesus was, and. So they were trying to explain, you know, he's he's everywhere at once. He's powerful, you know. And she's like, well, how is he, if he's that big, but he's inside of me, isn't he going to poke through somewhere? Mm. Yes. And I, <laughs> and I know it's, it's funny because it's in the words of a child, like he's going to poke out somewhere. Mm-hmm. But that's literally, as Christians, he needs to poke out somewhere. Yeah. If we, if we have him on the inside... Because when if if we really have him in our lives, if we really give our lives over to his spirit and have him indwell us, then it's not going to stay dirty too long because he's not going to dwell 
in the dirt. He's going to clean it up. He's going he's gonna to clean it, not just stuff things in the closets, but he's going to clean it. And so if this amazing, powerful, awesome, huge God of the universe, God Almighty, is inside of us, he, if we claim that, he better be poking through somewhere. Yeah, he should be showing be, all around us. It better be showing up in our attitude and our actions and our language. All of those things that come out from the inside of us, he he better be poking through somewhere mm-hmm. in the fruit of our lives. Yeah, that's a that is a great illustration. Uh, kids will sometimes do that. They just come up with the <laughs> just the most simplistic stuff, and there it is. So, but anyways. Um, to our longtime listeners, they're, they're, I'm sure they're probably in shock right now that we're not just perfect and in all those things. <laughs> <laughs> you laugh. I do uh, because yeah. they, especially several of them, have commented on our argument. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure they know we're not perfect. Mm, but okay. just in case y'all didn't, now you do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so without without Jesus. And without the Holy Spirit um, in us to to convict us of our words and our actions and our thoughts and every other thing around us that we do, without that, we're nasty as an old grave. That's the, the inside, inside you know, the of inside it. of an old grave, <laughs> yes. and and that goes for me and you and everyone who's ever drew a breath, mm-hmm. and um, just another reason why. You need Jesus as a Savior. And if you don't have him as a Savior, um, then you're you're still dirty on the inside. Mm-hmm. There's no way around it. There's no kind words I can say that, well, maybe you can do this, but it's it's Jesus or nothing. And that's why we're here doing what we do, and it's why we follow him. It's why we love him and serve him. It's because I know without a shadow of a doubt, without him... In my life, I have no hope. But with him in my life, I have all the hope in the world. Amen. Keep Jesus center stage in your life.